Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 253. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's cloudy. It was rainy this morning. The temperature feels incredible. I went outside for my run and it was 65 degrees today, which was so good. It felt so good. The breeze was cool and everything was wet and green. It was just a gorgeous, gorgeous run. So here we are. We are wrapping up this little mini series, <laughs> um, downloads, teachings, I'm not sure what you would want to call it, this little collection of information that I have been sharing this week. So if you are new to the podcast or just tuning in to this episode today, I invite you to go back to Tuesday, where I, is that right? Yeah, Tuesday, where I read from my book, One Day Gaia's Gifts. Tuesday's uh, podcast will tell you to go back to episode 150 just to learn a little bit about the book. And then after Tuesday, um, I talked about this triangular energy, this flow of connection and collaboration and creation that has happened since the beginning of this planet with energy between, well, not since the beginning of the planet, but since the beginning of humanity arriving on this planet this triangular energy of Source, Gaia, and humanity. And so on Wednesday, I explored the topic, the definition of Source in more detail. Thursday, we talked about Gaia. And today, we explore this idea of humanity as it relates to this triangular energy of what exists currently on our planet. When I was reflecting on you know, what to even share, there are so many years of history about humanity and so many books and studies and courses and there's a lot of content about this idea of humanity. And so trying to condense that into one podcast feels a bit daunting. <laughs> so what I am adding or, or beginning this episode with is a disclaimer that there's no way I could cover all of it. There's no way. So what I am trusting is that what most serves right now for us to hear is what I will be sharing. And as it relates to the flow in this triangle, what brings us towards greater healing is what I am tuning into. So how do we define humanity? The broadest definition would be the collection of souls who are embodied in human form at this time in the energy field of of Gaia, what we call Earth, Earth School. So all souls who are in human form, who are walking around, or if your babies are older, perhaps you're not walking, but you are in the physical body, 
in the atmosphere of Earth at this time. You are part of this collective energy field known as humanity. When Gaia first allowed, <laughs> invited uh, souls to come and play in the human form in this atmosphere, there were only a few and those few were learning and understanding the physical body and how the body relates to the environment and how the environment informs the human body and how to co-create and and collaborate together in a way that is equal in its exchange and i talked about this in the chapter i read from my book for a long time it was really beautiful the ways that humans were learning and understanding this partnership with the earth was with great respect and appreciation and so there's a flourishing of ideas the ways that we would expand the bounties the abundance of earth could multiply when we are receiving the gifts from Gaia with gratitude and with delight and and exploring how to enhance them you know, we could create magnificent new things and as more humans were procreated <laughs> through the human form as more and more humans started to populate the earth we could explore the abundance the variety of what is available in this one planet if you think about the the landscape of Gaia the differences in where you travel and what it looks like and feels like and how to experience it it's absolutely incredible so we could have a tribe living in the Amazon that would have no idea that there's a place called China or that there's a whole um, continent right that is called Africa and we have all these different experiences that you could come in as a soul into a human form and just be in one little tiny place of Gaia and have this incredible journey of the soul in human body and then you die you go back to being a soul and you're sharing with other souls what you experienced and a soul who was on Gaia at the exact same time as you would never have known that that could have been the experience while they were having a completely different one when you think of how rich the possibilities are for a soul to embody in a human form you can see how if we're using human words the word would spread <laughs> that souls would begin sharing how magnificent the journey on earth is and why wouldn't you go to earth school it's absolutely incredible yes it's hard yes you might suffer but wow <laughs> right there's nowhere else quite like that place called earth school and when the word starts to spread at a cosmic universal energetic vibrational level there's a clamoring to get in there's a uh, as I've described it in some sessions I've had it almost looks to me like a line has formed <laughs> you know like when you're going to your favorite restaurant and there's a line out the door and everyone's just waiting and wanting to get into that restaurant and their mouth is drooling because they can already taste how good <laughs> the meal is going to be that's often how it appears to me now 
as souls are wanting to come in to have this experience of the physical form somewhere on Gaia. The word has spread and it has become a powerful place of expansion, of consciousness and love, forgetting everything at a soul level, forgetting everything and doing this, what some would call crazy adventure on Gaia. So we can understand why as souls we would raise our hands and go, of course I want to be part of that. Even if we don't quite understand yet what it will be, we hear what is happening and we want to be part of that energy, that strength, that intoxication. <laughs> it's like when you, you hear that there's a new roller coaster and part of you is terrified to go on the roller coaster, but everyone's telling you how magnificent it is. And so you just want a chance. You just want to get in line. And you could change your mind at the last minute, but you're damn sure you're going to be in the line waiting to get on the roller coaster. <laughs> it's, it's a lot like that. <laughs> when we arrive, when we come, as I describe it, down the tunnel of forgetting, we arrive through the birth canal as a tiny baby into right the world it's loud it's chaotic it's bright there's so much and so our early years are spent trying to integrate to understand the physical body trying to breathe trying to make sense of languages, sounds, the environment around us. It's overwhelming if we have not had this human experience before to try to figure it all out. And then once we have semi-mastered our body or begin to understood our body, the emotions are brought into play and we have relationships around us, primarily with our parents and our siblings and our immediate family. And then as we grow and expand our community spaces with work, with school, with neighbors, with activities that we step into, if we are travelers and we move around the globe, we experience different cultures, different sounds, different, uh, again, different languages, different vibrational energy fields depending on where we travel. And so we are constantly learning. We are bringing information in and processing it through our soul, our mind, body, spirit in this human form. And then trying to make decisions and, and choices that guide our path. It can feel to many humans like we are being barraged with everything, stuff. And it can be overwhelming. And so what has happened as more and more humans, more and more souls have come into human bodies and the population has just expanded and expanded and expanded and, and moved around the globe. And now we have souls in human bodies everywhere, everywhere. And there are so many of them. And in some countries you can barely turn around and there's someone right next to you at all times. When that density has increased to the level at which it has now. In order to function, in order to survive, there's a numbing out that has begun to happen because it's so overwhelming to our senses to try to absorb everything and process everything and then make choices when there are so many choices to make in a day. 
that humans have have tended to numb out, to turn out, tune out, turn down the volume of what's happening around us. And that disconnection from engaging in the ways we used to, if you picture how humans used to live way back in tribes or small villages, every form of connection was through conversation or collaboration. We would work together, hands together, creating, building, surviving together. And so there was this intense human eye-to-eye, hand-to-hand, heart-to-heart connection. Now with the advancement of technology, we tend to disconnect some of that eye-to-eye, hand-to-hand, heart-to-heart. We move through screens. And as that has happened, humanity has become uh, more isolated, even though there are more and more of us, become more separate from each other, in a sense, and more self-absorbed. We have, we have uh, started to see ourselves as the, as the center of everything and filter all experiences through how it impacts us as individuals. What, what happens often, as I would share at this point, is um, fear enters into the equation. Like we've done something wrong, or we're out of um, out of sync with what is supposed to be happening. I believe that every soul who is in the atmosphere of Earth at this time in a human body had a very clear intention of what it was they were coming here to create, who it was they wanted to create with, what sorts of experiences they wanted to create and a full awareness that we were all playing a role. We all agreed to come and be part of this massive awakening that would happen within humanity at this time on our planet. And we each had a very important way in which we would facilitate or participate in that awakening. Some of us would awaken first, some of us would awaken in the middle, and some of us would awaken right at the end. And none of them would be wrong. Each one of us had a specific uh, gift or activation that would assist in this process of humanity coming back together. Humanity remembering that Gaia is, is a force field of energy. Gaia is a, a, a soul, if you would call it that, a thought form, an independent unique expression of source love and that there would be a moment for each one of us where we would recognize that we would see in full that we are in the womb of an energy that is becoming as I would call it individuated that is growing up and graduating and and being seen finally for all that she is so, so, <laughs> trying to condense this all is <laughs> like really intimidating. What is the most important thing for us to know? 
It is that we are co-creating. Each of us individually is co-creating with everyone else around us. And all of us as a humanity are co-creating with Gaia and with Source. And it has played itself out as it was meant to play out until the moment when it needs to change. And each of us will reach that moment of change at a different time. Why does it need to change? Because the, the flow of energy in this triangle of Gaia Source Humanity is not flowing in a way that energy is moving equally between all three points. It's been getting stuck and blocked. And that's not been wrong. Uh, one of the, one of the, the greatest moments of awakening for each of us will be when we realize nothing has been wrong. All the, the egotistical, greedy, <laughs> patriarchal things that have happened in humanity have not been wrong. It has appeared that way. We have told stories that the persecution and the suffering has been wrong. And yet every drop of that journey has fed the strengthening, the power of the feminine has brought into balance uh, an appreciation for the unique soul within the human. We are starting to even dissolve the fact that we need to be masculine or feminine, that we can be both. We can be whole and integrated within ourselves individually. And that's exactly the journey that Gaia has been taking. We are mirroring to her what she needs to reach this place of, of full sustainability. In our human bodies, we have been mirroring dis-ease, discord, the places of not being in alignment, because that is what Gaia has been working with as a force field, as an energy. Her planet has gone through such metamorphosis from the beginning of the creation of Gaia to where we are now. We call these stories, right, the Ice Age, the Dinosaur Stage, the... Um, flooding Noah's Ark like we have all these stories that we bring to Gaia's journey because we're trying to understand it from a human point of view we're trying to put the mind over the spiritual experience that Gaia has been playing in she's been figuring out her body <laughs> she's been figuring out what works best and we as a humanity are co-creating with her to reflect where does she need to adjust how do we how do we bring our own creation into the space to support her creation? And so it appears as if everything is very out of balance. We have these natural disasters and our human fear is we're doing this to the planet and the planet is going to dissolve or kick us out. What are we going to do? And what I offer is we're all playing our roles beautifully. And as the womb around us as a humanity, Gaia is holding space for us to awaken. Because as we all fully awaken, so too does she. As we all recognize our own infinity, our own immortal, and that's not the right word. As we recognize the source that exists within each one of us, the purity that we are internally, each one of us, 
we strengthen the ability for Gaia to see that for herself, for her to know that for herself. And so our own journey to realization, our own understanding of how we are divinity, we are source, walking around in a human form, when we fully realize that within ourselves, and more and more of us are seeing that, feeling that, living that, talking about that, and more and more people realize that as a larger collection of humanity, every one of us sends that same message through to Gaia. And it solidifies within her that she is also this incredible, self-sustainable being of light. And her journey will move to a place of completion. What that may look like is her physical structure is morphing and changing. The temperature is shifting. The, the ways that she is playing with water and rock and fire and, <laughs> every, and trees and nature, everything is adjusting and shifting. We as humans are co-creating that with her. And it's not wrong how we're doing it. The biggest shift that is happening is that we are dissolving fear and expanding love. And that ultimately is the journey of, of all souls in human bodies. When we come into this atmosphere of earth, we are fully aware that we will, we will have the range of all experiences, we will have contrast that there will be moments we choose love and moments we choose fear. And in our human evolution, we are constantly invited to move closer and closer to love all the time. The more that we choose love, the more that we teach and show and remind Gaia that love is, is the strongest healing power <laughs> that once she fully holds love as her energy field inside of this atmosphere and there is no more room for fear, she will be complete, individuated, in full alignment with Source. So the greatest gift that we could bring to evolution, to humanity, to Gaia, to Source at this time would be our own realization of how we are source love in every single moment with no more room for fear. To choose love over and over and over and over again. As we embody that as a humanity, as we live that, walk that, talk that, practice that, breathe that, create that, create from love, expressing every word or breath from love. We are emanating that vibration into the air, the waters, the force field, the atmosphere of Gaia. And the more and more of us who do that, the less attention and focus there is on fear, on chaos, on confusion, on discord. And eventually fear simply dissolves. Love expands. So we as a humanity are directly co-creating with Gaia her own evolution to full embodied love. 
And we do that through our own embodiment of love. This is co-creation at its most advanced right now. The, this is the most aware we have ever been as a humanity. Because the force field of energy, the atmosphere of Gaia, it's dissolving more and more the fear that used to be the way we would enter. We, how would I describe it? It would be like um, if a nuclear, when a nuclear bomb went off, Hiroshima, for example, and you see that mushroom cloud. The mushroom cloud goes all the way to the edges of the atmosphere of Gaia and it's this film of fear and chaos and pain and suffering and it sits right at the edge of the atmosphere. So all souls who come in through the atmosphere of Earth would have breathed in that collective choice that was made by humanity to experience that level of fear and confusion, chemical damage to our bodies. So all souls would have come in and moved through that experience and it would have imprinted on them that that's part of what we're going to be playing with here on Gaia. Over all these years since, we have expanded chaos and fear. We've also expanded love. Hello 60s, right? We have expanded the possibilities of love and as that love has started to move and expand throughout the atmosphere of Earth, with that moving towards the edges of the atmosphere and starting to dissolve that old layer of pain and suffering. And then all the love from the outside of the planet, all the souls who are witnessing and watching and celebrating what is happening here, source being in all of what is being co-created, all of that energy coming from the outside towards the edge of Gaia, that layer of fear is, is getting thinner we call it the ozone. <laughs> We're dissolving the ozone, and it's a bad thing. What if the ozone is the layer of fear, and our dissolving of that source, the sun dissolving of that, is actually serving the evolution of humanity? How complex and how simple that would be. And then we bring in all of these new beings that I call advanced blue souls that we label as being on an autism spectrum. They are incredibly advanced, beautiful souls who are simply here to hold presence, to bring us into the moment so that our minds aren't playing in the past and playing in the future and trying to solve and analyze everything. Our minds are right here. And all of these beautiful souls are helping us to choose and move closer and closer to love, to not be in the fear in the ways that we used to be. Humanity is evolving and healing and in its process of doing that, co-creating with Gaia in the most powerful and beautiful ways. There's, so there's the individual experience of it as humans. And then there's the collaboration with Gaia, with Source. To focus for just a moment on the individual experience, one of the best movies that illustrates this is, is Groundhog Day. In the movie, 
the character wakes up into the same day over and over again. And at the beginning of his first day, he's very self-absorbed and has his own agenda and disrespectful and rude and wanting to have things go the way he wants them to go. Each day as he wakes up again into the same day and his frustration increases and his um, interactions with other people begin to shift, he finds his way over the course of many, 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 many repeats of the same day. He finds his way to a place where he's completely in service, just there to love and be present and support everyone that he knows he's going to interact with each day. There's just this purity of love that is moving through him and out. He's completely detached from needing anything back in return from the people that he engages with each moment through the day. And at the end of that, when he is absolutely just being love and able to receive love, he wakes up the next day and the day has changed. He's in the next phase of his journey. That is probably the most condensed illustration I could offer of the human evolution. We have been moving from selfishness and greed and absorbed into our own understanding of what we should be experiencing here on earth and what we came for and why aren't we getting that and why don't we accumulate more stuff we have been evolving to the place of compassion and acceptance and understanding and love and as we each arrive at that final point of our journey of our own evolution as a soul in a human body the story changes the scene changes we wake up we wake up into a new day, a new earth, a new collaboration with Gaia. Another example would be the movie Wonder Woman. If you haven't seen it yet, this is going to be a spoiler for you for the end of it. There's a part at the end of the movie where she realizes that her role that she thought she was here to do to end the suffering of man when she did the thing that would end the suffering of man then the whole world would shift back and joy and love and abundance would be everywhere and she had that moment of reckoning and it didn't change and so she has the sense of betrayal like it's all been a lie I've been duped I've been fooled and as she's facing the villain, the evil character, he says to her, you should just turn your back on humanity. You should turn your back and you should walk away from them because they are always going to be weak. They are always going to choose fear. You should walk away right now. Destroy them. And she has this moment of pure love with one of the humans. She looks into the eye of a woman who had persecuted her, who had brought extreme suffering to the world. And she's looking eye to eye at this other human. And she, she, she gets it. She gets it. She feels that wave of love move through her. And she says, I cannot do that. I will not turn my back on humanity because what exists within humanity is love. And what they need is inspiration to keep choosing love. And she walks straight towards the villain and puts her hands up in her Wonder Woman pose and repels his choice, his desire to destroy the earth. And she says, I will protect, I will create a boundary. That's Gaia at her finest. In this field, this atmosphere of Gaia, 
She holds space for us as a humanity to evolve, knowing as we evolve, so too does she. And there is a moment arriving where all of us will be in complete, pure co-creation from love only. And so until then, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. And how do we do that? We do it individually. We look at ourselves and we find the places where we are not in full alignment with love within ourselves. We find the places where we are out of integrity within ourselves, where we are choosing fear and we start making changes. We choose day after day, conversation after conversation, job choice, food, health choice, engagement with our planet. We choose constantly love. And the more that we do that, the more we come into alignment with the source within us. And the more each one of us does that, the more we begin to awaken. And the more of us who begin to awaken, the faster we all as a humanity and Gaia move towards this moment of purity. So what that may look like is chaos around us so that we are offered lots of opportunity to choose fear or love, fear or love. The more you choose love, the more your reality around you is going to reflect love. The more of us doing that, the faster it evolves. Yeah. What I know completely, fully within myself is that when we chose as souls to come into Gaia at this time to collaborate and co-create as one humanity, we knew that within our lifetime we would have the opportunity to come to this full realization and awakening. And we also knew that this is a planet of free will, of choice, that there is never anything we are the victim of. We are always co-creating. We are always the ones that are choosing how we show up, how we engage. We're choosing our words, we're choosing our thoughts, we're choosing how we treat our bodies, how we treat our planet, how we treat each other. And so as we arrive in this planet with all of this soul knowing, the mind may forget it, but the soul inside knows truth, knows love. And so as we make our choices, we may feel like we're going down paths that are wrong. We may feel like we should have done it this way and not this way. And so our mind starts to judge and evaluate. As we can practice quieting the mind and being still more often and allowing the soul to speak, to whisper within us, we will come into alignment with the highest possibilities for our lives. Each of us came with a gift to offer, one or more, lots of gifts. And the more in alignment we are with our mind, body, spirit, the more we are listening to the soul within, to the source within, to love within, we are going to come into alignment with those gifts more easily, more gracefully, perhaps more rapidly. And as more and more of us are in alignment and sharing from that place of pure soul expressing its gifts into the consciousness of Earth, we are going to create miracles. And we will transform fear into love in the most gorgeous ways. 
the most surprising ways. So it's a little intimidating or daunting perhaps to look at it from a whole humanity perspective. Can we, each of us individually, change seven billion humans? No, probably not. Can we change ourselves 100%? Yes, absolutely. So begin there. Begin there. Take whatever nuggets from this episode resonate and begin applying that into your life. Share what I share with other people. Spread the word that we are able to make choices that move us towards love. And the sooner we do that and the more gracefully we do that, the kinder we are, the more compassionate we are, the faster humanity evolves. The faster we change our external environment around us, which directly helps Gaia evolve too. Okay, <laughs> that, that feels complete. <laughs> Thank you for witnessing my reflections and I trust that all of it is serving your own awakening, your own understanding of this triangle of Source, Gaia, and humanity. I have a deep love for humans, for this journey that we are all taking together and it is one of my greatest joys to witness as people awaken. It is absolutely beyond words magnificent. And I know if I feel that way, Gaia does and Source does. So I encourage you to contemplate and spend time in meditation and reflect on all that I've shared here and trust how you are guided to move forward. And be courageous. Choose love. Choose love over and over and over and over and over again. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in aligning with the optimal health of your mind-body-spirit in the virtual community of Viv's Energy Gym. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.